0: And uh, the circus is leaving the Museum of Science and Industry. What you say? Well, we're going to find out about it. We're going to find out what we need to know now from Kathy Kathleen McCarthy, who's the director of collections and head curator with the Museum of Science and Industry. Uh, good evening,
1: Kathleen. Welcome to WGN. Well, it's great to be here, and what a wonderful intro. <laughs>
0: You know, I should have uh, made some notes as to what circus movie that that was. <clears throat> John Wayne and somebody, and so the the circus. Something bad happened. It's also like a. I'll have to go back and look. It's like a horror. There's a horror aspect to this that circus movie where the circus collapses and people are going crazy and elephants are running around out of their mind. But at but at the base, but at the but at its base, it is a love story. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, I've been following your story here for a while, and I want to thank you so much, first of all, for taking time from your evening to uh be on with us, because, you know, everybody in Chicago is interested in the Museum of Science and Industry, my goodness. I mean, it's, it, it's iconic, it's been here as long as I can possibly remember, and with so many different great things going on, and uh, there has been, for quite a while, a circus type type exhibit right kathleen i mean it's not exactly what you would call your normal exhibit though is it
1: it's um it's a little unique but it the circus exhibit has been on display at the museum of science and industry for nearly 50 years Wow! it's been on display in two versions um, the first one opened in 1973 and then Another version opened in a different part of the building in the mid-90s, and um, now after 50 years and tens of millions of people seeing it, it's, um, it's sad, but it is going away.
0: Well, I've, I've been reading the articles uh, about its move, so to speak, and, and your reasoning behind it, and I think it's absolutely right. I mean, the circus, the circus is just not what the circus used to be. The circus at the time of this exhibit going up, the circus was one of the main ways of entertaining families around the country. I mean, yeah, I mean, train loads of animals and acrobats and the big top and putting up a tent and all of that. Um, And that doesn't exist anymore.
1: It, it doesn't exist in the, in this version. And our circus exhibit is certainly a look back, but Your point is well taken because of your intro. I mean, the fact that there was a movie that was focused on a love story, but it took place in a circus, it just, it was such a familiar environment. And you're right. If you lived in a smaller city, the circus coming to town was a really, really big deal and one of the probably premier entertainment exhibits of experiences of the year.
0: Absolutely, and you didn't need to live in a small town either. I took my kids to the circus here in Chicago when it came to what was then called the International Amphitheater, and I think another circus at one point played at what was called then the Medina Temple. Uh, Uh Yeah, so we've had a fair share of circus activity uh, here in Chicago, but I wasn't aware of this exhibit at the museum What's the term? Diorama? Is that the correct word that I'm using? Is that the way you describe this particular exhibit?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely correct. So this uh, circus exhibit, the core of it were these dioramas, so miniature versions of the circus experience. Mm. And it was actually a labor of love. A gentleman, a Chicago railroad worker in the 1920s, started building this circus. And he a lot of the figures were hand carved. The dioramas had moving parts, and he used bicycle chains—you know, familiar pieces of technology—to yeah. create these environments, um, like the big top with uh, circus performers, trapeze artists. There were five hundred people in the audience in this little diorama, wow. and all, all in all, there were um, like ten dioramas that. Between the two exhibits. The yeah. second exhibit was a little smaller, but there was a circus parade that had 25 circus wagons in it full of performers and musicians, wow. miniature animals. And so it was really, you could kind of sense that it was some person's, like, just really lifetime project. Uh, we're talking to
0: Kathleen McCarthy, who's the director of collections and head curator at the Museum of Science and Industry, talking about. A circus exhibit that's uh, leaving, but seven twenty WGN. I'm John Landecker. Thanks for tuning in. Kathleen McCarthy uh, is in charge of everything. Her curator over at the Museum of Science and Industry, and a uh, a a circus exhibit is leaving after decades, um, but not necessarily going away, right? Kathleen, this is all going to be auctioned. I understand.
1: That's correct. There's an auction this coming Saturday at Potter and Potter, and the idea behind this is if we take the circus off display and then tuck it away in storage, no one ever gets to really experience it again. So by putting it out in a public auction, it allows people that um, grew up with the circus that might be interested in acquiring a small part. It just allows it to be out in the world and find a new home with people who loved it as much as we loved it here. And then the proceeds from the sale come back to the museum's collection to acquire new artifacts that will become new museum guest favorites.
0: And the museum circus diorama and all the figurines and the parts of it are also going to be included with other circus memorabilia from other locations. Is that correct, too?
1: That is correct. Yeah. It, um, there's a lot of circus fans out there.
0: Yes. Uh, and I was reading in the article, though, that... Um, <laughs> uh, I think this is pretty cute. Uh, aside from the trapeze art, artists and lion tamers, uh, they are there are also intimate everyday circus life scenes, including a vignette of workers reading while sitting on the toilet. I mean, you know, that's... That's getting, pretty, that's getting pretty specific,
1: I have to say. It, it is. It's, um, it's pretty surprising. And if you see it, uh, they carved the tiniest little rolls of toilet paper. It's, uh, it's extremely well done. Uh, yeah. And the person who made it must have had an incredible sense of humor and really wanted to give everybody a behind-the-scenes experience. You used to hear about running away to join the circus. Now you could really see what that was like.
0: And the thing that, one of the unique things about the museum's contribution to this auction is that everything else, this is not from a real circus. All the other, as I understand it, all the other items that are being auctioned are from actual circuses. But this, of course, is not a real circus. This is... A miniature, and that makes it, to me, that makes it even more unique, quite frankly. And I can imagine that there would be some very interested parties in this auction.
1: Yeah, well, um, we hope so. We hope we are looking forward to all the material finding a a good home. And you're right, it's um, mostly one man's interpretation of what the circus really meant to him. And so you're experiencing it in a. just in a different way. You could see the kinds of things that he thought were important. And like, you know, there's the dioramas of the big top, but he really did want to show what it was like behind the scenes. So there's also a diorama that's um, a cook tent where the food would be prepared for the sometimes thousand plus circus workers. There was a dining tent where all the performers gathered to eat. There's a big layout of all the tents that they lived in when they weren't performing. And I think one of my favorites is a little diorama that is the wagon repair shop. And so just like your automobile breaks down, the circus wagons broke down, and there's a little, um, like, a table saw that kind of goes back and forth.
0: Amazing. So is it true there's, like, over 2,000 different pieces to this from the museum?
1: Um, yeah, when you count all the, the figures that. in each of the dioramas, like I said, the Big Top alone has an audience of um, at least 500 people.
0: Oh, so he, he, the person who carved all of this actually put an audience in under the Big Top to watch the yeah. circus.
1: Yeah. Wow. So he carved a lot of the figurines, but at some point, too, he did um, purchase them. Mm-hmm. You know, and But he, regardless of whether he actually carved them or purchased them, he had to put the clothing on and, you know, when it's a circus performer, and involves a lot of glitter and sparkle yeah. and uh, design, you know, so it was really an imagination. I wish I would have had the opportunity to meet him.
0: I believe we're talking about, if I've got the name right, Roland Weber. Is that the person who put this all together? A Chicago yeah. rail- railroad worker?
1: Amazing. Correct. Yeah. And we, once the exhibit opened, he had passed away and it had um, been purchased by um, first another collector and then Sears, Mm -hmm. who brought it to the museum. And when his wife heard it was going on display, she reached out to us and um, told us how proud he would have been to know that it was on display. And so we sent her pictures of the exhibit.
0: Yeah, I've seen some of the photos uh, that have been running in the newspapers, and it's just unbelievably detailed and impressive. Um, yeah. But but you're right, though. I mean, it's time to move on. Circuses are not what they used to be. I mean, we even have things like, for years, we've had Cirque du Soleil, which has played here in Las Vegas, and that's a completely different animal than what no pun intended,
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> you just identified one of the biggest differences. So yeah, exactly. So i I hope that the uh, I hope the museum uh, gets a lot of raises a lot of funds through this. When is the auction for all
1: of this ha- going to happen? It happens this Saturday, September twenty no. fourth, and you can check the Potter and Potter website. But I believe it starts at ten a.m.
0: Wow. Well, thank you, Kathleen. Thank you so much for being with us and uh, continued good works over there at the Museum of Science and Industry. We really appreciate it. Thanks for being with us.
1: Yeah, well, thank you very much for having me on. And uh, thanks again for the wonderful intros between <laughs> each segment. <laughs> so You're welcome. Thanks.